there's this uh, theme that shows up in my uh, books and writings sometimes about how uh, tyrants fear uh, Christianity um, because it places um, someone else above them and also defeats their, their primary weapon, which is the fear of death. Um, and um, I like the way that N.T. Wright um, said it, so I'm going to quote him. Uh, he had written, Who, after all, was it who didn't want the dead to be raised? Those in power, the social and intellectual tyrants and bullies. The Caesars, who would be threatened by a lord of the world who had defeated the tyrant's last weapon, death itself. The Herods, who would be horrified at the post-mortem validation of the true king of the Jews. Uh, end quote. So, uh, but I also wanted to give a, a quick uh, reading from, I think, one of my favorite examples of this in history uh, story, uh, an account that's in uh, Alexander Solzhenitsyn's The Gulag Archipelago, which uh, uh, I'm not quoting to sound impressive. I, I only read the <laughs> the um, the uh, um, uh, abridged version after I think it's like three or four volumes. Holy moly! Anyway. Um, and I'll probably get the pronunciation of this this young girl's name wrong, but uh, Zoya Lashiva uh, managed to outdo her whole family. And here is how. Her father, her mother, her grandfather, her grandmother, and her elder adolescent brothers had all been scattered to distant camps because of their faith in God. But Zoya was a mere 10 years old. They took her to an orphanage in Ivanovo province, and there she declared she would never remove the cross from around her neck the cross which her mother had hung there when she said farewell. And she tied the knot of the cord tighter so they could not be able to remove it when she was asleep. The struggle went on and on for a long time. Zoya became enraged. You can strangle me and then take it off a corpse. Then she was sent to an orphanage for retarded children because she would not submit to their training. And in that orphanage were the dregs, a category of kids worse than anything described in this chapter. The struggle for the cross went on and on. Zoya stood her ground. Even here, she refused to learn to steal or to curse. A mother as sacred as mine must never have a daughter who's a criminal. I'd rather be a political prisoner like my whole family. And she became political. And the more her instructors and the radio praised Stalin, the more clearly she saw in him the culprit responsible for all their misfortunes. And refusing to give in to the criminal, she now began to win them over to her views. In the courtyard stood one of those mass-produced plaster statues of Stalin, and mocking and indecent graffiti began to appear on it. Kids love sport. The important thing is to point them in the right direction. The administration kept repainting the statue, kept watch over it, and reported the situation to the MGB. And the graffiti kept on appearing, and the kids kept on laughing. Finally, one morning they found that the statue's head had been knocked off and turned upside down, and inside it were feces. This was a terrorist act. The MGB came and began, in accordance with their rules, their interrogations and threats. Turn over the gang of terrorists to us, otherwise we are going to shoot the lot of you for terrorism. And there would have been nothing remarkable if they had. So what? 150 children shot. If he himself had known about it, he would himself have given the order. Meaning Stalin. It's not known whether the kids would have stood up to them or given in, but Zoya Sheva declared, I did it all myself. What else is the head of that papa good for? And she was tried, and she was sentenced to the supreme measure. No joke. And, but because of the intolerable humanitarianism of the 1950 law on the restoration of capital punishment, the execution of a 14-year-old was forbidden. And therefore, they gave her a tenor, a 10-year sentence. It's surprised it wasn't 25. Up to the age of 18, she was in ordinary camps, and from the age of 18 on, she was in special camps. 
For her directness and her language, she got a second camp sentence, and it seems, a third one as well. Zoya's parents had already been freed, and her brothers too, but Zoya languished on in camp. Anyway, uh, the the kind of a bravery, obviously, that her, her faith instilled, um, even in this young girl, that she understood that there, uh, there was something, a higher court, higher authority than Stalin, uh, and that death itself was not uh, really to be feared, um, makes me think of what Jesus said about the the faith of children and how uh, we are to be like, like children. Anyway, um, so that is one of my favorite uh, stories that illustrate that principle.